welcome to Radio DePaul Sports. The student voice of your DePaul Blue Demons. This is Sports You've Never Heard Of. I'm Jacob Ellis. And I'm Trenton Cito. And we have a special guest with us today, don't we, Jacob? We yeah. have the lovely Justina Lepa here with us. Hey guys, our, glad to be on. In our virtual, is virtual studio, virtual... Uh, yeah, there you go. Virtual studio works. Yeah, it's okay. a virtual mansion that we pretend we have a lot more rooms in. <laughs> I've migrated from regular Radio DePaul over to Radio DePaul Sports for my debut. Ooh, yeah. very special. I know. It's going to be great. So I've been visiting my grandmother a lot, and she lives down in Danville, which is like, it's two, two towns down from me. So you have to go onto a highway, and then on the stretch of highways, a lot of empty hills not like in Chicago there's like tons of empty land here and one of them I've realized for years is sort of a form of some kind I see like horses and mini horses there but recently I've discovered they have a whole Noah's Ark of animals in this form and I see in this place they got a camel five llamas a couple of alpacas just because I'm assuming the different colored llamas alpaca they got an ostrich an emu and a zebra who is this dude who's buying these animals? And it's like, I'm pretty sure it's just a rich dude who's like, I he saw that Matt Damon movie, We Bought a Zoo, and he took it to Hort, and he bought a zoo some way. Are there any unicorns? Uh, not that I've seen, but maybe one of the uh, mini horses has like a horn you can't see. Uh, if there's no unicorns, then it's not complete. Yeah, I know. How else are you going to attract the small, young female audience to your <laughs> exotic animal farm if there's no unicorns? Unbelievable. But that's the thing. Is it? He's not showing it off. He puts it on a hill on a freeway that's like, you really can't get there unless you go through his property or you run across the freeway. So he doesn't want, he lets you see it from the freeway nowhere else. It's just his special little zoo. So he has like a personal collection of exotic animals. That yes, he flaunts and, to you from the highway. Yes. And what's really, I guess, is sort of sad is it's just the fact that it's a hill and there seems to be no flat area. So these animals are always living on like a sort of hill, which I think they'll probably find with. But it's just really weird. I think we don't have that problem here because there's no hills here because it's like the third flattest state in the U.S. So but that's Chicago. When I, when I first got there, I was surprised at how many levels like in the downtown there's like different street levels. There's like three levels in next to the river. They could like put an animal on each level and build a vertical zoo. <laughs> are they you know, are they rebuilding a food pyramid here? Okay, food pyramid. You know what I never got about that is at some point they changed it from a pyramid where it was like rankings to everything is going up. And I'm like, at that point, just change it from a food pyramid. You know what I'm talking about? No? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about, the food pyramid. Yeah, but then they changed it into like a circle with a, a pie dividends, right? So it's like, you yeah, know, carbohydrates is the most and whatever. And it's like, they're all wrong anyway. So just you do you. That pyramid is outdated. That's all I know. <laughs> if you want to go see some exotic animals in the United States, you go on a, you put on your cowboy hat and then you go out on like one of those tours that they take you in the Grand Canyon on horseback. And then you'll Dude, see Grand Canyon is scary. Have either of you been there? I've no. been I've been there, but I I didn't go into it. I just saw it from the top. I just uh, saw it from the top and I was and like, it's, no. It's insane. It's insane. My friend 
my dumb friend decided to do like parkour on the rocks closer to the edge and i swear to god i thought he was gonna kill himself but he turned out fine but oh my god i can't even get near the edge because i'm afraid of falling that's not fun but yeah I cowboys people. in the grand canyon I know a guy who went there. I I have noticed people who went there in the winter. So when there was snow and it actually was ice on the edge. And one of them went on his flip flops. He went over onto the edge on ice and just stood down and looked down like that. People's tempting fate. That is, that is one way to do it. But yeah, like cowboys, Trenton, I don't know. Talk about your opinions on cowboys. Oh, I I thought you were going to ask me about my past life as a cowboy. (laughs) yeah what was your past life as a cowboy well uh you know it ended and that's why i'm on this life (laughs) okay was it a dramatic ending uh it was a dramatic ending one could say it was it was 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 like a shootout in like the town and it was like mexican standoff yeah it was uh you know i was i was robbing the bank with uh with a a spud launcher it was it was a nice time Do you know that uh, Red Dead Redemption game? Have you ever played that? I have not, but I've I've seen many good things about it. Justina, have you ever played it? I've not played it. I have a friend who plays it, and I've heard quite a bit about it. I know that a lot of people rave about how accurate the horse riding is in that game. Like, it feels really good when you ride the horses, and they also have different breeds, which work really well in terms of, like, their st- stats and stuff. So people really like that for that. And, are, and I've seen Reddit posts of people asking, like, what's the best horse game? And a lot of people are just saying, get Red Dead Redemption just for the horse riding because it's really good. And that's as far as I went down that rabbit hole. I mean, yeah, it can be kind of relaxing to just if you decide I'm going to go from one end of the map to the other and just ride your horse. And then, like, yeah, you can get better horses. There's like a magic horse you can find in the game and you can try to tame I tried chasing it and I didn't get it, but I got a Clydesdale with giant like hooves and you can name your horse. So I named him Jazzy Hooves instead of Jazz Hands, who's Jazz Hooves. That was my second horse. My first horse I named Cheeseburger because he was brown. He or she, I don't know how you could tell the horse gender in a video game. I would be kind of scared if they have that much detail. But it's like brown, and then it had like white hair on the top, so it looked like a cheeseburger. And that was my favorite horse. And then I rode it off a cliff, and cheeseburger died. <laughs> Trenton's just dying over here, and you can't hear him, but it's really funny. Trenton, if you had a horse, what would you name your horse? <laughs> I'm trying to imagine this cheeseburger. <laughs> and i can't picture it did it have like white spots on its back or was it like its mane white like no its mane was white so it was like cheese on the brown bogle so it was cheese bogle i i can't i can't i don't know how i don't think i would ever get that from that kind of coloration but you know what i like the name cheeseburger so i'm fine with it trenton your thoughts what kind of cheese was it (laughs) It would if it's white. I'm guessing it's white cheddar because if I'm gonna put a cheese on a bogle that's white, I think cheddar is the best way to go. So that's why. Not mozzarella. Not mozzarella, mozzarella doesn't have enough sharpness to it. I like the cheese. It's like more of a plain one, which is good on pizza, but it's not good on a bogle, in my opinion. All right, fair enough. I can I can agree with that. Okay, now, but you can name a horse. What would you name a horse? That's my question. If you had a horse. 
I've already shared what I would name a horse. I would name it Cheeseburger. Well, I guess if it didn't look like a Cheeseburger, I would name it some other food because yeah. that's where it's ending up. Oh, that's a dark thought. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I mean, I don't know. Right now, I'm, I'm blanking on good names because, I mean, you called yours Cheeseburger and it, it doesn't, get <laughs> doesn't get any cheddar than that. Oh, no. He got oh, yes. to the pun. He got to the pun phase of the show. Oh yes. Oh yes. Justina, if you had a horse, what would you name the horse? I cannot think of the name off the top of my head, but I definitely would name it after one of the horses in Greek mythology, Greek or Roman mythology, that do cool things and that are special. Oh, like Brad. And have names. Brad? No. <laughs> Brad. Brad is a horse in Greek mythology. Brad? <laughs> yeah, Brad. He, what does Brad do? Uh, he fights the uh, Cle- Cleopatra. No, that's Egyptian. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting, we get all of our histories mixed up. Um, there's one horse that can run across water. Jesus horse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus horse. Uh, Jesus it's some, horse. It's some like fragment memory that I'm getting from Percy Jackson, but forgot his name totally. So probably named after a horse from Greek mythology or just like a Greek god or goddess because that's pretty cool and pretty basic and I don't have to think about it that hard. So like Athena, I'd name a girl horse or, you know, Apollo for a, a boy horse. I'll go with that. Well, speaking of horses, let's quit horsing around with this talk oh, and get no. right into. I had to do that one. What have I done? <laughs> I'm not only going to think about horse puns every time. We're going to look for this episode. We're looking at horse sports. Um, we'll mainly get into Olympic, the Olympic horse sports, which are dressage, eventing, and show jumping. But we're going to talk about all types and breeds of horses and horse sports uh but that might be the question is why have we brought justina along justina why have we brought <laughs> you on this horse show i honestly I thought, don't know i thought trenton was also gonna ask that question and then i would respond <laughs> oh because i really like horses i'm i am a horse girl i'm not afraid to admit it i did do horse riding for quite some time when i was in middle school took a little bit of a break because that is expensive in Chicago, horse riding is expensive. Then I got back into it a little bit recently. Uh, of course, life happened. The world is ending. Can't do that anymore. Also expensive. So that hasn't changed. That's one constant. If you ever want a constant in life, just know that horse riding is expensive. But either way, I'm a horse fan. Like horses. Used to ride them. Still love them. That thought, that just gave me the weirdest, like, tangent thought. Do you think horses see police horses and think, oh, no, it's a cop? <laughs> well most of the time the only time you'd probably see a police another horse would see a police horse is if they're a carriage horse in the city which is a tangent that i won't go on but honestly i feel like they would rather than saying oh it's a cop i think they'd just be jealous of the horse that's a cop horse because they don't have to carry around a giant rolling basket that holds people you know the cop horse can just hang out it doesn't have to carry anything just the person on its back so yeah i think they'd just be jealous but not afraid okay that was a very serious and thoughtful answer to my very (laughs) joke question uh okay so just to like name 
pretty much explain what the sports, the main ones we're doing. Dressage is one of the Olympic horse sports. It's a horse riding exhibition that showcases a rider and horse's absolute skill as they performed a predetermined routine, or you may know it as fancy horse dancing thing you see every four years in the Olympics and go, huh, that's weird, and then switch over to ping pong because that's what I know it as. Uh, Show jumping, or sometimes called stadium jumping, is where a rider and horse must compete in, in an obstacle course, and they get, like, fastest times, least penalties, and it'll be, like, jump over a fence type thing. Uh, eventing is the third one, and it's three events, and it includes dressage and show jumping, but also includes a cross-country phase where they put up, like, more things to jump over that are meant to look like they belong in nature even though it's like fancy up. Those are the main sports. Uh, Trenton. Yes. What is the origins of all of this h- horsing around? Oh, I already used that pun. <laughs> oh my God. Jacob. Um, He's just chomping at the bit to get these jokes out. Ah. Jacob, it's past your bedtime. <laughs> I'm two hours ahead. So that's really saying something. <laughs> All right, so uh, if we're going back into history, of course, horses were uh, first ridden very, very long ago. Uh, it is 3500 BC by the tribes of Siberia, and the earliest examples of chariots that were used to race horses goes back to 2500 BC. And at that point, most early civilizations had some form of horse racing already developed. Okay. Uh, for each of the main sports, dressage has its origins in ancient Greece when Athenian historian Xenophon, that's co- so close to xylophone, I wonder if it's named after him, uh, was right, r- wrote down the rules to like a dancing horse thing. And then later there was like a Spanish dude who brought it in the 1500s who used that to create a new version, which is what modern dressage is based off of. Uh, it was added to the Olympics in 1912. Eventing, which is the multiple sports, which is the multiple sports, was also added in 1912. But originally, they only let active duty military men compete in it, and it was a big thing. Like only active duty military are allowed to compete in this event. I don't know why, but apparently it was some honor thing, and especially at that time when basically they were off of horses because it was World War One. So anyway, show jumping was developed out of the enclosure acts of England in the 18th century. Trent, I know you have a lot of opinions on the enclosure act. Just keep it to yourself. We don't have that much time. Ah, oh, um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say it to the wall then. Okay, <laughs> uh, this act closed off formal uh, common ground areas and, and made it private property that the English government sold, and they put up fences. And because there was fences, when all of the fancy people went fox hunting, it was harder to get around the fences because the horses couldn't jump it. So they started breeding horses that could jump higher just to make it easier for when they had to deal with the fences. And then they said, huh, let's make this a sport. And that's how show jumping started. It started in France. They put it into a stadium because it was hard to watch for people to watch it if it was spread over long distances. But then cross-country racing remained. That was sort of the cross-distance version of that. And it appeared in the first time in the Olympics in 1900. 
What up? My cat is pawing at something. <laughs> Trenton, read the fun fact. Before we get into that fun fact, I do want to make a note that uh, do you know the difference between cold-blooded, warm-blooded, and hot-blooded horses? Because we brought up breeding. Wait, there's cold-blooded horses? So it's like a- port reptile? <laughs> it's, a, it's a weird term. It's a weird term. So um, basically, it just has to do with how bulky they are, how thick they are of horses, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally it. So cold-blooded horses would be like your Clydesdale in Red Dead Redemption. They're a little bit stockier. They have bigger hooves, bigger bodies, bigger bones. So they're more like workhorses. You'll see them on farms. Um those Budweiser horses. and stuff like that. Yes, the Budweiser horses, right? So those are technically called cold. They're referred to as cold-blooded horses. Doesn't make any sense. I don't get it. But then there's hot-blooded horses, which tend to be a little bit, it's not necessarily less domestic, but like a, the Arabian horse falls into that category. And the Arabian has some of like the earliest bloodline of any horses in the world. Um, and then also thoroughbreds are in that category as well because they're a little bit hot-headed, a little bit more active, and um, they're just they get more excited basically, right? And then when you mix a, a warm blood, or sorry, when you mix a hot-blooded horse with a cold-blooded horse, you get a warm-blooded horse, which is like the perfect mix of the two, where they're not super antsy all the time and they're not super bulky, so they're really good for like show jumping and stuff because thoroughbreds are good at racing because they're big. And have a lot of energy and Clydesdales are good at working so you mix the two and that's that's that warm blood cold blood warm blood hot blood doesn't make any sense and no horses are not part reptile as much Aww. as I'd, I'd want us to believe <laughs> <laughs> okay well i'm still confused how they came up with the cold-blooded and hot blood term then but okay that's odd it's okay we don't have to know we just have to think about it Oh, it's in your mind and it could be a fun facts. fact that you tell your friends randomly and then you also don't have an explanation so you just spread <laughs> the confusion constantly it's uh, just like but my friends reason. listen to this show i gotta tell them not to listen to my sh- the show anymore <laughs> so they won't know only you, you will to, be able to know the fun fact you need to bring uh, me and justina along whenever you talk to any of your friends and then we'll just recreate the show live oh yeah i'll fly you heel to recreate it live Yes. And that's how it works. Yes, exactly. We're, we're probably going to be breaking many laws in the process of that, but it's okay because... You go in a private plane, it's fine. So I'll cover the charge. Private Jacob, plane. do you have a private plane that we could borrow? <laughs> I know a guy. Debatable. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Trenton, I know you have a fun fact. Yes, I do have a fun fact. So it's happened twice where the equestrian events were not held in the host city for the olympics and these two times are that in 1956 in melbourne the australian animal import laws made it impossible to allow the horses without a long quarantine time so instead it was done in stockholm sweden and in 2008 for the beijing olympics a horse disease outbreak and a lack of facilities forced the events to be held in Hong Kong instead. I wonder if horses can get coronavirus. That's just another tangent thought. I know, <laughs> I know cats can, and they there was a tiger at a zoo who somehow got it, so they know it can go feline. I don't know if they figured out dogs yet. 
I mean, it came from a bat, right? So might as well be able to infect everything at that point, right? Uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah, it couldn't... It probably wouldn't work for cold-blooded animals because of how diseases, but yeah. I think also part, part of it was it was the eating of the bat. It was like the bat didn't have it, but it was like the eating of the bat. I don't know. Weird. Now we're just getting into weird. It was actually 5G <laughs> towers, so the bat is just in rumor. <laughs> yeah, the 5G internet did it. And we all know bats don't use 5G, so that's why. They're still but on this 3G. This bat learned five how to use 5G internet. Let's be there real. We go. Uh, so rules. Um, how did these work? Well, uh, eventing, again, it's just like the or three, so we'll just list off three of them. Dressage, it's like in an arena. I don't know how big it is because they put it in metric system, but it's like sort of like arena and then you just sort of the horse dances around and does particular things and the they're rated on a score of zero to ten for each thing they do i don't know if this is actually the olympics work but apparently the germans have the six steps of dressage which is rhythm and regularity relaxation contact impulsion straightness and collection what do those mean exactly i don't really know but that's the six German rules to dressage. It will remain a mystery because I do not do dressage. Okay, Trent, what's your opinion? Um, I don't know. Seems seems pretty chill. I like rhythm and regularity. I also like relaxation. I I like to think of myself as collected. <laughs> so you know, collection. Uh, contact contact is nice. I haven't had contact in <laughs> impulsion. I am impulsively seeking out human contact. I haven't had contact in over a year. Have I mentioned that yet? Um, straightness. I don't know. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of slouched in my chair right now, so I'm not particularly straight either. So, uh, yeah, that's my opinion. All right. Let's hope someone doesn't take that quote out of context. Um, show jumping. I didn't actually get the. I just know it's like the jumping off the things, and they'll get rated <laughs> on it. Yeah, I so yeah, I had a lot of stuff to get. Already. You mentioned it already. It's basically you you're riding your horse and you're tested on how fast you clear a course without hitting with as least faults as possible. So a fault is basically when you knock down a pole. And show jumping, it just matters how fast you do it, uh, how quickly you do it with as little mistakes as possible. There's also hunter jumping, which is similar to show jumping. But instead of being as fast as possible, you have to be as like perfect of a form as possible. So it's not about speed. It's about like form and how you clear the course. There you go. There's your, there's your show jumping. Hey, thank you. And then uh, cross country is similar to show jumping where it's fences and it's about speed. And, um, and my cat. cat just wanted to show how high he could jump. Good job, buddy. Uh now <laughs> the so it's just about sp speed and then again you get marked down for penalties uh they have a lot of obstacles that are meant to be natural so logs stone walls and stuff uh but then there's also ponds and streams and ditches and other things you gotta get around even though a lot of it's man-made so it's really not in the country and most of the times when they do in the olympics it'll be like it's a park in the in the city but yeah, okay. Trenton, what are the stats? Yes, so Germany has the most golds and are tied for the most total medals in Olympic history. Um, 
for goads, they have 25. And in terms of total meadows, they have 52, which is pretty good. And then we get to the U.S., which has 11 golds. And they happen to be tied with Germany for most total medals with 52. And yeah, Germany, Germany would surpass the U.S. if you count their East-West German times in the, in the Cold War because they went under different team names. But yeah. Okay. Uh, didn't get records. Uh, uh, strategies. We kind of already talked about what are the strategies for each of these. I think dressage, you got to be pretty fancy dancing with your horse. I like looked up a video and they usually do it to, to a song. And one of them, they did it to the Lion King soundtrack. That was pretty great. Yeah. It takes a lot of discipline to do. It's, it's really difficult. The moves they have to perform and all the cues they have to do. Cause there's so many different moves. You have to teach the horse, all these different cues and you have to do them right to get the outcome that you want. So it's, it's a really big commitment between rider and partner. So yeah, it's pretty intense. What do horses think of K-pop? <laughs> why k-pop of all things was that came into your mind i don't know because because you just said like intricate and intense dancing and i'm just like huh k-pop can can horses form a, a k-pop group or something <laughs> i mean there are places that do like dancing horse horse performances which theoretically you could probably put a k-pop song too but i feel like k-pop is too high beat you know high bpm for horse dancing most of like for dressage mostly what i hear is just like classical music or like slow slow songs so put that's a k-pop sad. song to a dressage performance i'd want to see that all right uh that's a that's a new youtube channel idea then it's they just add music to dressage performances. <laughs> yes, it might actually be pretty good. And they edit it a certain way so that it matches, but not just speeding you, it up. You got to do it. You got to do it the right way. Well, you could probably find ones where it actually you could find a song that actually just works with it. Mm -hmm. But okay. But since you brought up horse dancing, let's just talk about all of the other horse sports, so we never have to do a horse one again. No offense to horses. No if offense to me. I guess you guys never want me on the show again. I see how it is. Well, I was, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't I'll... inform me on the hobby horses one. You, you kick me off right after this one. Okay, I see how it is. Like what? So I'm just going to go into it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rodeos. No Rodeos are the only, I mean, horse racing, but that's not a sport you've never heard of. I don't think a lot of people realize how many, how big rodeo competitions are, because those are pretty big. There's like this every year on ESPN, they show like the championships. Is yeah, there's on? a lot of rodeo sports. There's barrel racing is one of them. They have cattle driving, cattle roping. I forget the names of them but it's fine. They've got a lot of other stuff too that I cannot remember off the top of my head because it's a lot. They've got standard rodeo stuff. They've got your, instead of your bucking bull, they have your bucking bronco. So that's a thing too. It's also bucking bronco competitions. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of horse, horse related stuff at rodeos because you know, it's the whole thing with horses. Makes sense. Any other horse sports? Trenton, what's your favorite horse sport? Um, just horsing around. I would have made that pun three times. Three times. <laughs> one of which was was fine. 
Okay, well, back to the main sports. Uh, we always go over controversy. Um, I guess my main thing I thought of was just how in every Olympics afterwards, there's always the thing of now what do we do with this giant stadium town we built? And uh, I mean, for some sports, like I can see how they were used the big main stadium for various shows in the future. I have no idea what you're going to use a horse stadium for in the future because they have to make a special surface and it has to be done in like outside in a special place. I just don't think unless after this show, all of these horse sports just become really popular. I don't think it would be enough to support the stadium use. <laughs> Got Kitty showing off his tail on the camera. It's really ridiculous. But I mean, I know, I know, I don't think there would ever be an Olympic stadium in Chicago, but there would, it would get a lot of traffic if it was made just because there's a lot of people in the Chicago area that do horse riding. Some of the city farms, farm stables, they get quite a bit of traffic because there's quite a bit of demand for the city, but there's just not enough, not enough space here. So I don't really know how that would work especially because I don't think we'll ever get an Olympic stadium in Chicago because it'd be a weird place to put it. Third biggest city and declining in the United States. So, Yeah, there's not a lot of room for anything in the city. <laughs> yeah, like you have to put it in Evanston or some suburb. But it but that's why it'd be really weird. Yeah, that's why the Olympics, every Olympics held in the United States, it was like, it would be like Los Angeles or Atlanta where they just have a lot of room because those are like big spread out cities with like a lot of suburbs and they're not all developed. And then, so that's why I worked at those, but it doesn't work in like, it's why it's weird that New York is one of the most famous cities in the world, yet it's never hosted Olympics. It's because New York can't host an Olympics. There's no room for anything else in New York. Like it's full. There's, a, there's no way. There's no way. Imagine if they had to do like the horse thing, like just inside like Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Where the, then there there'd be no place to put all the other sports that happened during the Olympics. Anyway, you'd have to go, like, because they also pick places that you can host different um, outdoor sports too. And there's like nowhere to put the outdoor sports in big cities, but. Speaking of controversies, there's a lot of controversy around the mistreatment of horses in a lot of these sports. Horse racing has a really big issue with this, especially because they train horses at a really young age to race in horse races. And at an age of like two years old, they'll train these horses. And the problem with that is, is they're still basically babies, right? They're still developing. Um, and all these, these races that they are put through and the stress that they go under it's there's a lot of problems that occur a lot of the times the horse's legs break they have like a you know they have a fatal race and you can't heal a horse with a broken leg it's very difficult because you can't really put a horse in a cast because it stops them from moving very much and the way they keep their circulation going and keep themselves healthy is if they're able to move around. So you can't really heal a horse with a broken leg, so they get put down. And then along with that, their spine muscles aren't developed. Spine, Their spine itself and their muscles aren't developed as much 
yet so they have spine problems after they get retired from horse racing and even then horse racing doesn't have like a a really long lifespan for horses you could a horse can only do it for a few years and then they have to retire because it's just so much stress but that's that's a sport you have heard of the other sports similar things show jumping you put a lot of stress on the horse's legs when they jump over these fences especially in the olympics when the fences are like five six feet tall they're very very tall um so it's an argument like should horses be jumping this high of a height right and it's not like they have a choice in the matter they're forced to do this too so it's a matter of how what is the ethics behind it as well and that goes to say for every single sport same with dressage like are these movements that they're doing are these healthy for the horse or do they hurt the horse so that's a lot of the controversy that goes around it's mostly around the mistreatment of horses um, unfortunately it's something we can't really avoid unless we stop horse riding as a whole but i guess there are ways to minimize that sort of bad treatment for sure sports you never heard of goes nay at animal mistreatment that was a really bad transition. I was trying I can't, to get I can't laugh at that. It's a it's a pun, <laughs> but I can't laugh at it because it's for a sad <laughs> transition. It's for a well, good cause. But that, <laughs> I applaud cause. you. I applaud you for the effort. Okay. Should we just get it? So how to we should do how to improve the game. I guess we would after that, we gotta say, like, how do you make sure the horses like this and can do it? Uh just do hobby horsing. Let's just go back to that one. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's really hard to say you can, I really don't know how you would improve the game. Horse racing, it's really easy to improve the game. Just don't do it. Don't gamble. Don't support the industry. Or just wait for horses to fully develop before you race them. That would be nice. But you know, they, they're put under so much stress. And it's, it's really hard to say at what point do you stop? And what point shouldn't you because it's a lot of people are very defensive about how they treat their horses and they don't like being told that they're wrong with the way they're treating them. And hopefully they do it right, which is why they'd be angry if you point it out to them. But it's just like, it's a really, it's getting towards that elitist sort of sport because it is very expensive to get into, but it's that general education isn't there and everyone has like a different idea of how to do it right. So I think maybe having a general consensus of how it should be done and just putting those standards in place and then being more strict in the Olympics about ho how horses are treated and really monitoring them. I know they do that already, but like make it so that people get fined and make it so you have punishments and consequences for mistreating horses. I mean, you don't want it to happen in the first place, but putting, it's not an incentive. I, cannot, I don't know the word at the moment, but it's like the opposite of in, an incentive so that they don't do it that just reminds me of how like those because the russian doping scandal it's like it's now that we have proof that the russians have been doping consistently in the olympics for the 60s i wonder if they're doing it to the horses too for the horse sports and what are they putting these horses on uh i know i know for racing they put them on steroids like like you know just any type of steroids because one makes them faster and two it makes them so they stop feeling pain which is a terrible thing because they run them so hard that they hurt themselves and sprain their feet and get cracks in their hooves and whatnot so that's not good but yeah that that doping horse doping is a thing unfortunately okay 
that was the biggest way to improve the game. I think we also got to mention Trend's K-pop idea for dressage. Oh, no. Yeah, get people pumped up. No more classical music. K-pop's the way to go. Here we go. And then, I don't know about cross-country. I mean, yeah, it just doesn't seem... They have to do weird stuff for it to be, like, in the city. So I always just think that doesn't seem that feasible. But I guess, yeah. We must get to the final decision. Trenton, do the honors. Is it a sport? And would you play it? Let's go with, is it a sport first? I think it's a sport. Okay. Okay, every single, we're going to say every (laughs) single one. So like, show jumping, dressage, and then uh, eventing. Eventing, (laughs) question mark. I think, I think they're all sports. They, they're just different. They focus on different things. I think out of all of them, dressage is like the most demanding in terms of technical skill because you have to know so many things for it. But show jumping, also a sport. Horse riding is very hard on you. I mean, it's hard on the horse, of course, but for the rider, it's not just like you're on the horse. You got to work for it. So it's a lot harder than you'd think. And then same with eventing. It's just three of them put together. So it's even more work you're doing. So I would say it's a sport. Okay. I usually just stick with the Olympics and if they say it's a sport, I just agree with them because I'm not going to war with the largest sports organization in the world. So yeah, Trenton. I would, uh, I would agree as well. I think they're all sports. Okay. The now... Olympics says it, it's true. <laughs> yeah. They're adding break dancing so we can do an episode on break dancing. <laughs> Which is just great because I would <laughs> it's fun to just talk about breakdancing. Uh, but would you play it? I re- you know I already would and I already have, so I'd go back in a heartbeat if I could. But like would you try to do the dressage and be like dance, horsey dance? Uh no, because that takes a lot of effort. And not to say I'm lazy, but it's just a whole new thing I gotta learn and I'm pretty com- comfortable with show jumping. So I'm fine with sticking with show jumping because that's what I know the best. I wouldn't mind trying dressage. It's just something you got really got to spend time on. You know, I just realized, Trenton, we haven't talked about, have you ridden a horse before? Um, honestly, I feel like at some point in my life, I probably have. I just don't remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's me the same as I feel like they put me on a pony at some point. I probably cried. And that's like, <laughs> that's what I'm assuming happened. But I have no like memory of it. So I don't think I would want to do like the jumping until I'm sure that I'm on this animal and it likes me. So there we go. I mean, yeah, I, yeah getting thrown off is not fun. I have gotten mildly thrown off a few times. One, because of a refusal. It's when a horse doesn't want to go over a jump. So momentum makes you go forward because the horse decides to stop. Uh, and you don't have a seatbelt on a horse. So that's fun. So uh, I got thrown off i landed on my feet though which was interesting and then um i think i also i think i fell off two other times cannot recall that's fine those memories are gone i don't need to remember those (laughs) yeah yeah i feel that you don't want to get thrown off a horse not fun yeah i feel like i'll go really slow and they'll probably be like you know you can go faster i'm like i know i can go faster Yeah. yeah, I kind of want. I'm kind of more interested in riding a camel, and I don't know why. I'm just like, if I was given the option, I would pick camel before horse, just because I would, 
I don't know. I'd be more curious. How do you sit on a camel? And also, I just know the camel's not going to throw me off because they're less running. They're more slow. They can they can run. You've seen they them can, run. and I've seen racing camels, and oh my gosh, they're really fast. But <laughs> I know the type of camels they pick for to carry you are not the kind that are going to go running, and I'll feel more safe. Th- this is a tangent, but have you ever watched the movie Racing Stripes? Oh, with the zebra. Yeah, with the racing zebra. That that's oh. a that's a throwback to like. 15 years ago i don't know how long ago it's a while i feel ago. like there was like 20 horse movies 15 years ago and like every horse movie has the same plot it's like it's the kid it's like the trainer who's like the parents and then they have a kid who's into it and it's like it's yay it's like, i'm gonna save this mustang she understands me and then it's like a compilation training montage of them getting thrown off constantly and then something terrible happens and they have to rescue each other and then happily ever after the mustang is tamed and it doesn't have to be put down bureau of land management that's another tangent but uh bureau of land management manages all the horses and donkeys in the united states so every year they round up horses and donkeys to keep down the population since they don't really have a natural predator so thousands upon thousands of horses and donkeys every year get either sent up for auction and if they don't they get sent to the glue factory or sold for meat in mexico i've actually yeah i've heard of that in like nevada they have a crazy wild horse problem and they're just like it's like you can pretty much your job is you're paid to be a cowboy and go get these horses yeah they round them up with helicopters every year into pens that they set up with nets an interesting i have opinions but it is uh necessary evil at, at times anyway yeah we answered both. i would try is it a sport and would you play yeah you would try it even though you don't remember if you have or not Fair yeah enough. it's okay i'll be your coach i'll be your really un, un, inexperienced coach but you know we'll, we'll do it together and we'll have fun and it'll be great and and you'll laugh when we get thrown off oh and then see here's the thing so men don't like horse riding usually because it puts pain on a certain part of their bodies, but there is a what point. <laughs> you know what part? <laughs> um, uh, but there is a horse riding discipline called side saddle, which is a thing that people did back then. Women rode side saddle because they wore dresses, but now side saddle is just a discipline that people do for fun for competitions so side saddle technically is more comfortable for a lot more people because yeah you just you just ride side saddle instead of normally it's interesting also western is arguably more comfortable as well because english saddles uh, aren't as comfortable as western saddles because western saddles are designed for you to sit in them for a very long time while english saddles are like designed for lightness but that's all i have on that there you go. So uh, tip, if you are getting into horse riding, I recommend Western and or side saddle if you can find it. I don't know if you'll be able to find it, though. I see. Good okay. to know. No, I want to ride horses even less. Just every detail you've added. Like, no, this doesn't sound as fun. And also now I'm assuming I'll have to wear a helmet. And it's not as fun if I can't wear a cowboy hat the first time. Because <laughs> that's what you want. So I don't need a ridiculously big cowboy hat over my helmet. And then I just look like Doug Dimmodome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmodome, which is a really dumb reference. 
neither of you get that reference i hear it all the time but i Doug cannot don't oh no the dim stay or dim don't it's from fairly odd parents and it was like the cowboy rich guy in town and he had like a hat that would go like 20 feet in the air and there's been people who recreate that hat and they're walking to public spaces wearing is it, like is it a white hat does he have yeah it's a white okay hat. okay i'm picturing it because i hear a lot of people make that reference and i don't think i ever bothered to look up where it's from so now I know. I have finally been educated after all these. All these. Okay, wives. both of you looked at me like I was crazy, and I was just like, <laughs> "This is no. I'm not. This isn't some weird imagination I have in my mind." Trend just looked it up. I could tell. Yes, I did. Okay. Well, now that we're getting to the end, Justina, you are from Radio DePaul. Are there any? shows that you're doing that you'd like to plug that the listeners might be interested in ah uh, yes thank you for so on radio depaul i host poker talker on saturdays from 8 30 to 9 p.m um it's a show all about pokemon anything casual competitive anime songs video games everything pokemon related we talk about in half an hour i used to have a show called butterfly effect which aired thursdays from seven to eight but i am not actively doing that one anymore but if i ever figure out or get around to posting it online for the world to listen to i shall i'll shall you, you'll hear it on poker talker so that's about that but yeah poker talker saturdays tune in right well we're gonna ride off into the sunset this has been sports you've never heard of i'm jacob ellis and I'm Trenton C. Till on Radio DePaul Sports, the student voice of your Paul Blue Demon.